Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. This podcast is intended for a mature audience and has scenes of graphic violence. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to For Blood or Justice. Uh, my name is Scotty Weil. I am the director, uh, executive producer, and one of the actors on this uh, said podcast. And we're uh, continuing our conversations with uh, the cast. And today... Uh, we're going to talk with a couple of just just really bad, bad, bad dudes. Um, my friends Spencer Garrett and Jeffrey Blake, they play the evil sideburns and mustache. Uh, first of all, he is the busiest man in Hollywood. He's working with everyone from Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, to uh, Adam McKay, starring in Winning Time as the incomparable Chick Hearn, my pal, and the man they named the Princess Die movie after, Spencer Garrett. Hey, Scotty. Good to be here. That is the most glorious introduction I've ever gotten. That's I was going great. for glorious. All right. That's now let's amazing. see. Let's see what I can do with Blake. All right. My friend, Jeffrey Blake, he's an actor, my friends, and he's won a couple of SAG awards. He's been nominated for an Emmy. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, you've seen him in a lot of small independent films like Forrest Gump, Castaway, Midway, and some other things. He's an actor, he's a writer, he's a producer, and now he's become a prolific acting teacher. My old pal, Mr. Jeffrey Blake. Hello, Scotty Wilde. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like that you threw in the acting teacher thing. That is a newfound passion. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't call myself an acting teacher. I call myself a working actor who teaches. Oh, and there's geez. a difference. Here we go. Acting we teachers go. get you to be dependent upon them and actually kind of tear you down sometimes because like they a want bad you, like a bad therapist yeah they want you to keep coming back sure i do the opposite i build them up so that they can go out there and actually work and then if you're a working actor like spencer and i if my students start working then i get jobs there's a whole plan i like that i like yeah. that he's a hell of a good one too guys uh i've 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 sat in on a couple of his sessions with his students and his he has such a love for his students and his students love him and uh, you're a, a hell of a good acting teacher, my friend. I agree. I agree. I've said in a couple. Or a working actor who teaches. He is a really excellent working actor who teaches. And uh, yeah, I was I was really blown away by the when I sat in on his class and by the work that uh, his students were doing the night that yeah. I was there. I mean, really, really good, deep work. It was cool. 
Uh, speaking of yes, good sir. work, uh, I'm going to segue into For Blood or Justice, created by, oh, and we didn't say hello to the creator of the damn thing, Mr. Todd Niss. Hi, Todd. Hello, Scott. How are you? I'm good. Todd's mic is working now, which is yes, fantastic. It's it's, yes. I found that to be Stop really that. important for a podcast. Todd, are you, are you in witness protection? I am. <laughs> I know, look I am. at him. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I'm in the garage. You're like in an antique shop. You're in the garage. <laughs> I'm in the garage. It's the only place that is relatively quiet these days. Uh, Although so I'm in the path of the airport, so you might hear the occasional plane. So that's am I. So I know. Both- he's got yeah, a he's got a newborn. Go. Uh, he's got a newborn yelling around that house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so Muzzle's so, up. Thank yeah, you. Right, thank exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. I'm, I'm bringing back uh, the conversation to uh, uh, podcasts in general. And you guys, you guys stepped up to the plate for me as a favor and uh, played the two bad guys, uh, Mustache and Sidebirds. And you guys really knocked it out of the park. And I just want to know when you stepped in. I'm going to start with you, Spence, because you've done more. Uh, film and television work you, you haven't done as much uh, voiceover work i don't think as 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 uh, jeffrey and i have so when you hit the microphone uh, how, how, how did you approach it differently or did you just make your make your choice and roll you know what when i saw i usually uh i have done a, i've done a ton of uh, video games and fair amount of voiceover work not as much okay. as you guys but when i saw i usually try to if i get an audition for uh for an animated project or something i i look at the sketch art i look at the the what the character looks like right you know and like any actor and i try to figure out what that person would sound like and when i saw mustache uh or mustache uh, in <laughs> mustache. our french friends Damn. um i just for some reason i had i had a dennis farina yeah in my in my head and i and i and i love dennis and I worked with Dennis, and I think when you approached me about it, Public Enemies uh, had come on a couple of nights earlier. It was a movie I did a long time ago, and I rewatched it. And so I had, and I had this kind of Chicago accent. Yeah, it was in, cool in, in the film. And so it was kind of a combination of that and uh, and my little my little homage to uh, to Dennis Farina. Uh, he had that sort of you know, that gravelly, you know. Uh, have a have a cream soda. Do some fucking thing, yeah. and that's where that's where I came up with it. To be honest with you, I just thought, oh, this is this is Farina's voice, a, a bit with a little bit more menace to it. Um, well, it, yeah, you definitely the menace. Badass you, you had, character we never played. And and how we how we worked was interesting because we were early on in the in the process uh, yeah. because we had had to cast 65 speaking roles and and record 65 speaking roles, which was something. Tara Strong did 58 of them, didn't she? <laughs> she did. Yeah, Tara and Bowser. Yeah, yeah. Tara, I, Tara and Bowser played two leads each. You just called me up, Scotty Wilde, and, and told me you were doing it. And I said, and I just basically opened up my Rolodex of guys I like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no so, kidding, man. Yeah, you've got Spencer, Xander, you've got Weber. Xander Berkeley, Weber. Yeah. Weber. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. And then <laughs> and then through Xander, his lovely wife, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Uh, and we recorded, didn't we record it at Weber's house? You recorded yeah, it yeah, yeah, at Weber's, yeah, Weber's kid's yeah. house. Love to the Stephen Weber. The man is just, he's an icon. He's hilarious. He was he hilarious, was, man. 
so but he, fun. when he came back the second time and you know he just knocked it out of the park he was just so good he was great i listened, just I listened to his episode today yeah good right yeah yeah fabulous yeah and and i i, I wish that i could have got uh he and um uh zach, zach grenier who was amazing god what an actor i wish i could have got them in the same room for that scene you know, I had to, you guys were great. Cause I got to record you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to do them separately. So Zach's right. in New York. Yeah. 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 He's in New York and he, he's a, uh, we got Zach through uh, Wally Langham. Well, the, the process, like I was saying, when we started is just one of those things where, you know, I had to hear you guys, whoever was there, and we had to kind of go through the first part of this, uh, it's of the uh, scene to get there, to get to that point and then start rolling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it takes a while to kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. You guys have, you guys have known each other forever, but you've never worked together. Is that right? We always try to figure that out. I don't think so, Blakey. I don't think we've, we haven't, we haven't danced together yet. Yeah. No. Unfortunately. No. Yeah, we're all, we, we tend to we tend to read for a lot of the same stuff sure. over the years. Um, uh, Blake gets the uh, the sexy. He goes up for the sexy, <laughs> sexy dad roles. Oh, yeah. Well, just look so at him. Can you blame him? No. Yeah. Oh, no, we've never worked together. Sadly, I hope oh. I hope I hope we uh, the universe fixes that sometime. We've dined a lot together. We've done a lot. We've, we've had a lot of audition rooms a lot. Together. Yes. <laughs> where did, and where did you guys meet? There, audition room. Probably in an up. audition room. I think uh, it was. I think it was at an audition thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. whoever's connected in there somewhere too. Well, yeah. Blake, that's where you and I met too. Is is a yeah. voiceover voiceover audition? Sure. Same agent. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how. You know. You know what's cool about? I look at this cast and 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 Jeffrey, you're talking about. You know, through you, all these amazing actors come in, and how supportive our community is mm-hmm. to one another. And you say, hey, I'm doing this thing. Do you think you might want to do it? It's it's a union project. You know, it's and this is who's in it and this is who's in it. And it's it's pretty amazing. You know, when I, when I look, I look at our cast and I look at everybody that said yes. I'm just like, wow. And it, it's it's so supportive. It's such a supportive community of people. You're a nice guy. That's, ah, well, that's you are. You're a charming, nice guy. You know, it's always a pleasure to spend time in your presence. Um, it's true, so Scotty. It is. So, it, you know, there's, there's many people who would have called Spencer and I would go, no, that person's a dick. Right. <laughs> right. Or they're so self-serving that that's not the person you want. You know, it seeps out that it's all about them. And you kind of go, well, OK, uh, let me check. Right. And, yeah, well, so. I, I appreciate that, gentlemen. It was uh, it was uh, it was something for me. Uh, I, I've, as a director, I've only done comedy and stuff that I've written myself. And so this was a, this project was a massive stretch for me, um, veering away from comedy as a director for the first time mm-hmm. um, and going into such intense, as we call, Todd and I have coined horror noir. I like this that. Thing. Um, well, this isn't a comedy. No, it's not. No, there's nothing really that funny in here. <laughs> now you tell us. Yeah, no, I know. This whole uh, time. God, I, thought it it all wrong. I thought it was I mean, wrong. I like this arena thing. I thought that was comedic and great. <laughs> well, listening to you guys, we had the luxury of being in that same room. And I'm on in my little voiceover booth here at home, just like this. And so I'm listening to you guys. 
and you made your choice that veered towards Farina Spence. And mm -hmm. then Jeffrey, we went, as I recall, two or three times trying to figure out where it was. And we got it down into that more gravelly place in your uh, very gravelly voice. Anyway, yeah. you out, you out gravel me any day. And you I got down. You got down, you got down into that, like right there. And you were like really growling into the mic. And, it, and I, and I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because the balance uh, of you two just, it was menacing as hell. Right, Todd? Oh, agree. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah. I had a, I had a gravelly thing too, but it was, it was a different, it was a different, uh, different kind of gravel and, and his gravel yeah. and my gravel sort of complemented each other. No, he ain't. But we have a bigger problem. We have a breach. Yes. Oh, fuck, man. After all these years, we, we never lost an experiment. Except yesterday, when we lost two. Yeah, at least we got one of them back. She's dead, and he ain't never getting out again. Once we get back to the factory, we'll give this one back to the dock. Tell him the other one died. There's always casualties with these kind of things, right? What part of this don't you understand? I I'm just saying. We can't afford not to be air fucking tight. Like a submarine at crush depth fucking tight. One leak, and it's game over. Just let me go, please. Shut the fuck up. No, no, no. Shut the no, fuck no, up, no. or I will peel your ears off and make no. you swallow them. Oh, Christina! I'm dying! You're lying. You're fucking lying. Just let me I go. said, shut the fuck up. Just let me go, please. Shut the fuck up, you whipper bitch. Oh, 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 oh. You want to go back down to level three? Hmm? You remember what happens down there, don't you? No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm sorry. If you play nice, I'll see to it that the doc puts you under before he removes your brain pin. Let's move. I need to find Christina for me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, how often have you been able to play such uh, nasty guys before? That's pretty much what I do for a living, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And do you, well, you, but you get to play nicer guys than I do at this point. Uh, except when I'm playing Sean Hannity or, or Joe McCarthy. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, there's half of them. Oh, Jesus, guys. that's right. I forgot about that. Sean Hannity, right. Joe McCarthy, Tom DeLay. I've played some real charming. Yeah. Those are some lovely, lovely great, guys. But you're great. a character on Bosch, the uh, another, lawyer. Another, yeah. another prick in a suit. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know on Bosch. I actually did not know until I came back for the last season that I was a, a mob lawyer. Like they told, they turn. told me, 
Michael Connolly came up to me the night before uh, I was about to do my last scene. And he said, I got some good news and bad news. He said, the scene <laughs> I'm writing for you for tomorrow is great. And you're going to love the dialogue. And I said, the bad news is I'm getting whacked. Right. And he said, yeah, you're getting whacked. So, <laughs> hey, but it's alert. Michael Connolly. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Michael Connolly. You knew it was coming. It's written a couple I get of whacked books. a lot. I get whacked. Pricks and suits. Yeah. Pricks and super <laughs> get whacked. Jeffrey, Jeffrey has died a lot on film. Nobody probably more than Xander Berkeley, though. No, Xander. I think Xander oh, God, no. Xander is always getting oh, killed. Yeah. Some Xander has a, re a, 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 an, a an entire demo reel that is just yes. his death scene. <laughs> Does he really? <laughs> I've been killed in many ways. I've been executed. I've been hung. Lots of ways. Shot in the head. Forward blasting. Um, yeah. So I guess I have that kind of face. You just want to fucking kill him i love it um i love it well you got you guys with your 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 background as 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 working actors for you know the last 473 years um before actually oh sorry my math I'm, math is not my thing um it we were talking about this before we uh started spence and one of the things that we were really going for in this was to make it cinematic and you guys really, you know, your acting styles and your choices um, and how intimate you were um, playing these scenes really, really helped. And I think uh, you were listening to it uh, earlier today, Spencer, and you were just really, you, you thought it was interesting to, to have uh, the, the kind of space that's in there and the kind of pauses that's, that are in there. And I went, I went back and listened to, four episodes today uh spread out over the what is it nine how many are there total for the for the actual uh graphic novel six i mean for the for the actual six. series for the and then and then we do a lot of these right and then the four but the four that i listened to today i was struck by and reminded how how intimate the scenes really are i mean it, it, they the actors are so good uh present company included with mr blake Yep, it, you really are. It, it, it really uh, it forces you to listen, and it draws you in. And the long, you know, there's a lot of long pregnant pauses in in several of the episodes where you just hear, you know, ambient sound or whatever whatever's going on in the background, and it really forces you to to listen and anticipate what's coming next. That's interesting. Uh, it's, re it's really well done. I mean, that's, it's very well put. Yeah, I think it's, it's very also cinematic in that way, and that it really makes you listen. Right. And that's also where I think that the the um, I think the noir tank that you gave it that's where that plays in as well. I mean, the yeah. great thing about noir it's all about sound stings and quiet, intensive. Yeah, that's what I love. That horror uh, noir is a pretty good description. It 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 took us a while in post that's to get there because. We, we had a couple of editors who we worked with and, you know, they, we, we were, we have no budget on this and we've done it. We've paid for everything ourselves and we were paying these guys a little bit of money and <laughs> giving them a lot of notes and they bailed. And we just kind of said, you know, maybe we'll, we'll take it from here. And, and what we kept saying was let it breathe, let it breathe. It when has to breathe. And you got an Ambi nomination. We so got an Ambi. Scotty, when you're watching, I mean, what, what I, again, what I was struck by when you're watching a, a film or, or a theater piece, sometimes the most, the most watchable and interesting moments are the silences. Agree. 
Um, I went to see Brian Cranston's play the other night at the Get. Oh, I want to see that. It's great. It's incredible. And there's a there's a moment where Brian Cranston is talking. He's got a long monologue. He's being grilled by an FBI agent. And Amy Brenneman is just off to the side listening to them and listening to what's going on. And I I just I was riveted by watching her listen. Right. And and it's it's extraordinary. And then, you know, in I love that in in uh, in for blood or justice, the these great, great long pauses, these really beautiful long pauses are what what draws the listener in, I hope. I, I hope so too. I think you know what the cinematic side of uh, vibe of this and the audio mix and everything. Todd did that himself. <laughs> he did. He wrote the damn thing. He created it, and then he 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 cut the whole thing. He edited it, yeah. and and he did the mix. So it's really it's really quite something. Wild and and Garrett are two of the best mixers as long as bourbon's involved. Garrett Garrett is a classic. Is he? I one of the back it on. He's got the little. The thing pocket patch. I like it. I'm I'm with him. I I, I, I take that cocktail hour of it very seriously. Oh, yeah. I do love a pocket square, though. It's true. Yeah, oh, I do, do too. I love I do too. Come on, you the classic <laughs> old Hollywood as any man in this. I mean, you you should you and Sinatra should have been like best friends. <laughs> I in my old age, I've just gotten into scarves. I don't know why that happened during the pandemic. The genesis of it as a writer once I was in Al Pacino's trailer. And it was a night too. Like I think it was Frankie and Johnny. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and he he had more scars on than I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what what's with the scars? And he goes, Kevin Blake, you mock me now, but there will come a point in your life where you're going to become a scarf man. I guarantee it. And he right. <laughs> Thank you, Al. That's funny. That's the great. worst Al Pacino impression oh, I've ever heard. Yeah, that was, that was like an old old Jewish woman. Who was that? I think that was Seymour yeah. Cassell. You got uh, that. It might have been Seymour Cassell. I could have yelled know. it a little bit more. I get some, I get some of Seymour Cassell's. Check this out. We get he obviously lived around the corner from me, and every once in a while we get mail for Seymour. Who really? Is, obviously, he's he's passed on. But yeah, he's not Every, passed on. He's just unavailable. He's, yeah. un, he's unavailable. That's a good. There was point. that one coffee bar on Main Street in Santa Monica. He sat there every day, all day. Like, oh, did he really? And you could always see Seymour. He was such a cool actor. I, I always love watching. He yeah. Yeah, that's another guy silent. You know, you want to watch. I watch his face. It's like, what's he thinking about? He's had one of those great faces. Um, one of the things we ask everybody in this is besides the work that you guys have done together and the scenes that you're in, um, what scenes do you love, Spence? Uh, for me, it was the, it was the Xander, Xander and... Uh, uh, Phil Lamar. And Phil, and Phil Lamar's scene. General, sir, the hell are you doing here, Turner? We need to speak, sir, now. It better be important. Wouldn't be here if it wasn't, sir. I have just received word that not here. Meet me in the lobby. Yes, sir. Over here. Now, what's so goddamn important, Turner? We have a serious problem, General. It's about our operations south of the border, sir. The Black Dawn Project? None of these idiots in D.C. know anything about that. Someone left the barn door open. What the hell are you talking about, Turner? 
one of them got out, sir. I could listen to Xander read the phone book. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with you. A lot of, I mean, a lot of that scene with Phil, uh, Xander's over the phone. Yeah. Um, but his power as an actor, this sounds so, this sounds so actory to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Xander's such a watchable, interesting actor, and he's got such a great voice. It's such an inst instantly recognizable voice. And as soon as you hear his voice through the phone in that scene with Lamar, you know who it is. And even though it's kind of like muted and distant and, you know, the, the futz over the phone, he still he still brings it. Uh, and it's it's just a great it's just a great scene. I love that scene. I love that episode. Agent Turner. General. So were our friends down south of the border able to take control of the situation? Uh, yes and no, General. Which is it, Turner? The girl in question, the escapee from the factory, was intercepted by a local border agent, but she died at the scene. Did she say anything? General, sir, the initial description of the escapee, the girl, matches that of schoolgirl. She is deceased, sir. You are referring to my granddaughter, Christina? Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. So it was us. We had her at the factory the entire time. It appears so, sir. Sir? He's in the dark about all of this, about all of our operations across the border, completely in the dark. Understood. I've dispatched Wicks to go confirm her identity. And, uh, the Bureau is doing the same. God damn it! If the feds are anywhere near this, Taylor's a nosy cunt who could blow the whole thing sky high. You get this shit under control now, Turner. Yes, sir. And it's two old pros working yeah. very, very, very well with each other, even though they weren't actually recorded at the same time. Um, there's Phil just... great. I mean, Phil Lamar is great. And Phil, I mean, Phil, I always I think of as a comedy guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Phil played three roles in this. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he just, he showed up he, and just, whew, just kicked butt. Yeah. I, I like, I love that. I love that scene. I love that scene too, Spence. And there's a, there's a moment in that scene where, some plot information is divulged and you know we hear the general played by xander take in what he just heard and mm -hmm. it's and all he had all xander has to do is he just breathes mm -hmm. yeah. and it and it it kills you it's intense mm -hmm. it's it's really really good uh gb what about you what 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 uh what what strikes your fancy um, well, I like to live. So in real life, uh, so, uh, I think I'll go with Trejo just because he's actually a person who could actually kill me. Um, Daddy Trejo. <laughs> that man, that man has lived a life. Uh, yeah. I love Dick. And he makes it's a great good. donut. Uh, I know. Yeah. And a taco. Yeah. Good taco, a good taco too, too man. Taco. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those tacos are good. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, you yeah. like that uh, that first scene when he walks in in the in the strip club? Jesus, I can't escape this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, guess I can't complain about the royalty so. Cocktails, cigarettes. Hey, miss. What'll it be, hon? I got uh, whatever's cheapest. One backwater coming up. <sighs> Arms, hands, you've served me well. You've vanquished many a foe, reigned victorious in many a battle, and caressed many a beautiful woman. <laughs> but now, <laughs> you look like my abuelita's veiny chichis, <laughs> and you hurt like a motherfucker. Clutches of hell. <laughs> Shit. This is hell. El sangre del diablo is indestructible. Indestructible. Sheer. I'm goddamn indestructible. I can't sleep through the night without having to piss every half hour. That means you. Honey, bartender said you got an open tab. Something about being a celebrity VIP or something? Or something. It is you who will soon return to hell! Taste the devil's blood, infidel! I'll meet you in hell, old friend. Again, it's like he said about Dan. It's just a voice you automatically... He, he literally has become an icon. I mean, he literally has become a archetypical you know I, let's say genre movie shall we say that he's in his 70s and you know he he showed up we had to record him twice too and he's even uh, been in more movies than spencer garrett he may have been I'm maybe sure. possibly maybe. i don't know and who we'll else look. on the planet looks like that i mean <sighs> the only, only person in the world that has a face like that and i and i'll and forever <laughs> embedded in my brain uh his his uh his disembodied head mm -hmm. Breaking crawling bad. across the desert on top of a turtle <laughs> breaking bad. <laughs> How great uh, is that, man? Yeah, it's a face for sure, man. I've never it met. Is... I've never met him. I'd love to work. Oh, with I've, him. I've met him a couple of Have times. We, yeah. yeah, we know each who. Last time I saw him was at the Smut in, in Vancouver, and it was literally, uh, it was literally one of those those door open moments in an elevator. That was right, right. Because he was shooting up there, I was shooting up there, and he went, uh "Oh, it's the snitch from Young Guns. Cut the door." <laughs> <laughs> Did he really right away? He, he That's did. great. I love that. His voice is so uniquely him, and and it literally, it's one of those things where the face matches the voice. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, it literally does. And you can you know you can you can hear the tequila just dripping off of his, his, his face. Yeah. Um, and he's he's such a lovely person when you see him, but he's so menacing, and also. As I teach, there is blood memory. I mean, this man has lived life. This man yeah. has this man has been in prison. This man has been negotiating, you know, between the Mexican gangs with Hollywood. Remember, at one point he was. Yeah, he, was, he had to be the ambassador, basically, didn't he? The ambassador, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah interesting. So, yeah, yeah. I, I picked him because, uh, like I said, I think he's just legit. You know what he is? He showed up. We had to record him again too because the first time there was some technical difficulties at his house and. uh, we went over to my friend Motion Melvin, who 
uh, recorded a few people. Um, and I actually showed up for that one. So I got to meet him. So cool. What's that? Did he bring donuts or no? He did not bring donuts. No, no. He, uh, it was, I think it was too much in the middle of COVID to bring anything but yourself. Yeah. That was was a trip. And you know, there's that quality, man, that star quality. He's in motions booth. I'm outside and I'm watching him do all this stuff. And you know, it's Danny Trejo. He's got that, like that roadmap of life face and he's in there and we're doing the extra stuff, uh, which was our seventh episode where Todd wrote an actual episode of uh, the Luchador, Luchador episode, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing the whole, he plays El Sangre del Diablo. And he's And he's in there and he's just going, I have come from the ravens of hell. And he's just, oh, he's just going like that. And I, and I can't take my eyes off the guy. Yeah. How great would it Ooh-ha. be to have to have a Danny Trejo as a, a Danny Trejo cartoon. Oh, oh yeah. Danny Trejo as a cartoon. Great character. idea. Since Danny's oh, like, yeah. oh, just like, yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. Man. I mean, I would watch that all day long. I love your, <laughs> I love your Laker hat. No, I heard that. Thank you. I, 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 I go, I wear I it almost every, every day. And uh, I had to wear it for you. I got a couple of Chick Hearns polyester jackets in my closet. So if, if you want to, uh, <laughs> want to come over and straight out of Sears in 1975. I have every conceivable piece of Chick Hearn and Laker memorabilia, but for some reason I don't have a hat. Did you did you grow up in L.A., Spencer? I did, yeah. So you you know what Icon he is and how revered I'm, and I'm, yeah. I'm playing him on a show. No, right? I know. I was, I'm saying yeah. how revered he is and how you get. Oh the yeah. yeah. So Vin, is Vince Scully next? I'd love to play Vince Scully. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, right. My wife grew up in Manhattan Beach and. One of her good friends <clears throat> used to be Dr. Buss's driver. Wow. So he's got. Uh, he's Bobby got Sanchez? St- I think it is Bobby. Yeah. Bobby, uh, Bobby Sanchez was his driver, bodyguard. Yeah, I think it was guy. Bobby. Yeah. yeah and Bobby and, and they're, oh, they're, telling stor- they're telling stories about, you know, what they got, you know, what was spot on and what was artistic license. Yeah. And, um, very much saying that Jerry West was not an F-bomb thrower. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet not. No. They said that Jerry was <laughs> Jerry was pretty, pretty cool, pretty mellow. He's a pretty he, I from what I understand, he's a he's a an angry guy. He's not yeah. he's got a bit of a temper on him. Yeah. But uh yeah, Jason liked to throw those F-bombs around pretty freely. So uh I'm I'm sure I'm sure Mr. West is probably not thrilled about it, but yeah, uh, as Jason it, as, will not be. I don't know, man. Invitation to Thanksgiving. It's pretty great, man. I love, I love watching the energy. I love when he snaps his putter on the golf course and throws his. They also had had a scene where Chick Hearn is. They show me pouring vodka into my coffee cup during a basketball game while while he's working while he's calling a game. Oh, I love it. Uh, And I and I talk I talked to his granddaughter. I became friends with his granddaughter before we shot the pilot, and she said, "Yeah, he he he." Never he he liked his he liked his liquor, but he he never touched a drop while he was working. While he was working, um, but not he didn't you know, he didn't go full Harry Carey. Did not go full Harry Carey. When I heard that John C. Riley was going to play Doctor Bus, I had my uh, my doubts. But man, he killed it. That first, well, you know, episode. the original choice was Michael Shannon. Wow. Ah. Michael, Michael mm. Shannon was originally uh, playing it, and for whatever reason, he he bailed out. And uh, and so with a week before we were supposed to start filming. Oh, and, shit. Uh, wow. And so McKay called uh, they called John C. 
and said, can you come to work in a week and, and, and play this guy? And unfortunately, that's I'm not talking out of school. That's what caused the rift between yeah. McCann and Will Ferrell. Because um, oh. Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell wanted the gig, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that that happened because I like Mike. I think Shannon's a great actor. Would have had a oh, yeah. completely different tone. Totally, different. totally different vibe if Michael totally Shannon. Different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's so intense. What yeah. about what about uh, good old Michael O'Keefe as the uh, prick? Uh, as the prick, you know what? So I don't, I don't see ever enough of Michael O'Keefe. What a great actor! Such a great actor! Wow, I love, I love the uh, when, oh, when they, such when, a they fucking prick. Yeah, they order the cheeseburgers, and, <laughs> and Jerry Buss says, "Would you like a cheeseburger, uh, Jack?" And he says, "No, I'm enjoying my send, Dad." Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> You, you would play a sand dab every now and then. I've had yeah. a sand dab with you. It's been I love a sand dab. The other day, I had the uh, opportunity to see Air Force One while I was on cable. Uh, and Spencer, uh, I was wondering if that's where you met Xander. Xander and I have been in four, four or five things together. Uh, and I think we met before that. I knew Xander before that. I knew him a little yeah. bit before. Um, interestingly, uh, the actor, uh, a guy named Tim Carhart, was cast in that oh, role. Cool. Tim yeah. played the, he was like the, the uh, famously or unfamously, the guy who tries to rape Gina Davis in Thelma and Louise. Mm. Um, been in a million things, a wonderful, wonderful actor. Right. And for I remember reason, that, that wonderful scene in Working Girl. Where yes. He was, he yes. was listening to the thing. Yes. <laughs> He's been, I mean, he was in That's Witness right. and a lot of things. That's right. Anyway, but he was, but, t- but Timmy uh, was cast in Air Force One. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Uh, with Wolfgang Peterson and and he was replaced by Xander um, and uh, they, they they wanted a more kind of menacing quality and yeah, Xander was like yeah. Xander's fairly good at that menacing go to uh, and he Xander was and I, same Xander and I've done four things together yeah so, like we just, yeah. he's one of those guys that just we work you know I don't know if we met on Apollo 13 or we did a pilot together we would have spent years together in the Keys but it really was bad and, and a couple other things. No, he's he's Xander's like you know, a western. Have you done a western with Xander? I probably have. How many westerns have I done? Come on, Jesus! Did Christ. you do Earth to the Moon? I did, but not yeah. with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but he's, I, been, just, he's literally been in so many things that you, you can't I not named, work with him. I named my first son. After him. I was about I, to say you, you guys are so tight. You named your first kid after him. Yeah, he's. I just. I, they, he to me is just he's just such a renaissance man that's why you know he's an like, amazing artist Jeez. Oh, yeah. i could wish that wow that would be so open and so deep and so specific as andrew berkeley that's why i said well that's a name you know something i would give my my son to aspire to be you know you guys know i i had uh open heart surgery and and yes you did through and literally um the very first uh like selfie picture that marcia took me i'm literally looking at the spot where it was I must have been out of the hospital for a day or two days and I was down and was trying to breathe the sea air. And she took a picture of me and um, I sent it to Xander just to say, I'm back, I'm alive, I live. I said, you probably got it too. So you were on that day. You know, I said, hey guys, I'm, I'm okay. And he literally stopped. He took the picture on his iPhone. He literally stopped what he was doing. And he said, I'd never seen such amazing, like just because you had been to the other side with death. You were just... Mm. You die for six hours when you have open heart surgery. That there was this uh, this glow, this radiance happening, mm. and and he goes, it just affects. He said, first of all, first I cried, and I go, that's his Andrew. And then he said, I just started painting, mm. and then he sent me the painting. 
Oh, wow. It, yeah. Oh, it was, wow. It was really glorious. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. You know, he's moved, Scotty. He, he moved, uh, and Todd, Maine. I don't you know, he moved to Maine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. They, bought a, they bought an inn. They're turning a building into an inn there. And He told me that, yeah. He's got a little compound there. He's got a little farm compound. Yeah, and he's become a real Mainer. They love it back there. Yeah, yeah. When we recorded for Blood or Justice uh, during lockdown, uh, they were up on their farm and rolled into town. There was actually a studio in town. Mm. I know. And odds. got he, both he and Sarah at different different oh, times. Yeah. yeah, I see the beautiful photos he and Sarah both post. Yeah, yeah. Their countryside and their kids. And yeah, yeah Maine is uh, Maine's a specific place. It's it's yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. I went to high school there. I was there for three years in high school. Oh, yeah. Why? Boarding school Why'd you, yeah, boarding school. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. All right, gentlemen. Yes. Uh, hats off to you all. And thank yeah. you. And Todd and I really appreciate your talents on this project. You just, you know, you kept the bar extremely high for everybody else who came, who came after you. And uh, we can't thank you enough. All right, fellas. Have- Good all right, you guys. Thanks, guys. Have a beautiful you evening. Have really good hair and go teach a class now. You do have yeah. great hair. Good luck, big boy. Thank you, boys. Thanks so much, guys. guys. Appreciate it. Todd, nice thanks for you. writing this, man. It's really, it's really a work of art, buddy. It's, it's so good. Thank you right. so much. And thanks, for, thanks for bringing it to life, man. It Absolutely. means so much to me. So all much. All your deserved. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Now get out of the bunker and go in and see your newborn. <laughs> yeah, right. Get I out. will. I get will. Get out of the bunker, sir. Yeah. See you guys. Right, guys. Hey guys. Peace. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this latest episode of For Blood or Justice. Uh, we rambled quite a bit. I don't know how much of this is going to end up in the final episode, final here, but uh, I don't know, Todd. I sure had fun talking with those guys. How about you? Yeah, those two guys are amazing. I mean, um, if you're not familiar with their names, look them up. You'll see their pictures. Yeah. Look at their IMDb pages and you realize they've been in about 400 things that you've watched. <laughs> literally, literally 400 things. So, I mean, they, they both have been in so many, so many movies and television shows. And Yeah. And as you heard, they know everybody in Hollywood. Yeah. And just because, you know, because they're every, they're working actors. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's how I know Jeffrey, because we know each other from the voiceover world. And um, and so yeah. it goes. And- and, and so check out uh, check out Winning Time. Yeah, check out Spencer Winning Time. Plays the iconic Chick Hearn. Chick Hearn. For those Showtime of you that aren't Lakers, Lakers fans, those of you that aren't Lakers fans, he was the man. He called every Lakers game during those years, and he was just the best. For Forty years, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Was on oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, he he ruled it. He ruled that. Uh, he ruled that mic in those games iconic iconic uh everybody peace out have a groovy night thanks for listening
seven investigation at Info. The creators of For Blood or Justice would like to sincerely thank you for listening. We're independent film and podcast makers. So if you liked what you heard, we ask that you please tell a friend, family member, or coworker about the show. And give us a positive review on your favorite podcast platform. For seriously killer artwork and animation, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. And if you'd like to take a deeper dive into the wild world of For Blood or Justice, please go to our website, where you can discover more about the cast, the creators, and, a special note, download the first issues of the For Blood or Justice graphic novel, all at no charge. Thanks again for listening. Keep it cool. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.